Hello and welcome. Hello. To Experience Share. Welcome. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Licky Tan. Licky Tan. AKA Tanner Greenring. And I am joined, as always, by my co host, Fuelpucks. Fuelpix? Volpix? Yeah. AKA Joshua Fielstad. Welcome to the show, Joshua. Welcome to the show. Bug Catchers, we are playing through each Pokemon game week by week, gym by gym. It's season 3B. 3B. And we are playing through Pokemon Fire Red and Leaf Green. We are doing a Nuzlocke run, which is too boring to talk about every week. We're sick of it. Well, we're, we love the game, but we're sick of talking about the rules. Yeah, just go look them up on social media or tweet us and we'll send them to you. It just means if your Pokemon faints, it dies. And also, like, I'm fucking elite gamer over here. I've elevated above the concerns of these rules oh really yeah and none of so my... you're just catching whatever pokemon you want oh no 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 okay but none of my pokemon came anywhere near dying this week no i didn't either they're all boss hogs on boss hog mountain eating up all the the middle manager hogs <laughs> yeah i i feel like a couple of episodes ago i thought that we would not have an episode going forward where a pokemon didn't die yep and Apparently, this episode, no one died. And now I'm sort of starting to think about, like, well, maybe we sort of went over the hump. I don't think I'm going to suffer another loss. I mean, Elite Four is probably going to be a fucking bloodbath. No, no, I'm not worried. I don't think I'm going to suffer another loss. Any of them. This week was such a cakewalk. It was a joke, kind of, to be honest. No one could touch me. Even the fucking legendary birds were gristle between my teeth. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Nothing to me. I spit them out. Pugh. We were also fortunate that we were going through a leg where basically everything was either fire or water. And we're both well equipped for that stuff. Right. Both of us have plenty of Pokemon and I got an exciting new Pokemon that made me very well equipped for part of it as well. Ooh, I can't wait to hear. Yeah. So we don't have to do kill count. No kill count this week. Well, no kill count. Everyone lived. No song. No songs. Well, I'm sorry, bug catchers. You won't get to hear us slaughter a beloved song. Or honor a beloved song. Yeah. I don't know. I'd love to know if people think we're doing a great job. Yeah. I, I think um, we are. I love editing it. Neither of us are great singers. And, you know, I think you're a very talented editor, Josh. And I really <laughs> thank you. cherish the work you put into this show every week. But, um, and I say this as kindly as I can. And I swear to God, this is going to be a compliment sandwich. So wait for the other piece of bread. Okay shit sandwich you sometimes know. you don't line up the words of the song with the melody of the song i mean that's fine you know because it lends uh, itself to I like the been. humor of you know how many times segment i had to listen to the karaoke version <laughs> and line up our lyrics with the song yeah no it's hard it's very hard and you're doing such a good job and i admire the work you're doing and that's the compliment sandwich i'll be missing plume and steal my sand slash yeah. i thought that was pretty good because i had to work with tracks where they have the backing vocals on them and i lined that up lined that up pretty good anyway <laughs> uh we started our journey in fuchsia city fuchsia Beautiful. Beautiful Fuchsia City. Beautiful place. I didn't want to leave. First thing, you wouldn't know it unless you're a trained Pokemon expert like me. Well, uh, I think that's my thing. But That's my thing in the show. First thing you have to do when you're leaving Fuchsia City, you got to fly, baby. You got to fly up to Route like 12 or whatever. Okay. Fly, you fools. Gandalf. And mm, Classic. Hit up that power plant. 
Oh, yeah. Would you know to go to the power plant if you didn't know the game so well? Is there a reason you have to go to the power plant? No. You could just skip it. Yeah, I wish that I remember whether I just recalled that there was that body of water by Rock Tunnel. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I got surf now. Maybe I should go and check that out. I did do that in general on some other routes, but like, I don't remember in my original playthrough. And there's no reason you would figure it out. I, I don't think there's any commentary. POTUS. Yeah, POTUS is here. POTUS. Hi, sweetie. Um, I don't think there's any comment by any NPC that would make you think you need to go to the power plant or even that it exists. I don't think they acknowledge it at all. We needed to do something there in one of the games. Was it Johto? Oh, you had to go and like pick up a machine part, right? Or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that's right. In gold and silver, you do have to go there to install the machine part that a rocket stole. Right, right, right. There's no reason to go in this game. And I don't know if I would have gone if I didn't have the like catchable areas sheet in front of me to say like, go to the power plant and catch a, a Pokemon there. Yeah. But I did do that. I flew to the power plant. I did too. And I, I dove in and I... um crushed some actually i'm gonna admit here's what i really did i did a little something something as well i went in encountered a pokemon it was a magnemite i caught it mm-hmm. dashi or the detective in a three body problem in three body problem do you get it that's yeah because magnemite turns into magneton and it's got three bodies yeah that's very good uh caught that immediately started eating super repels because i did not want any of these fucking pokemon to explode on me that's smart and then while I was there, and I actually think he's out front. I don't think he's actually in the power plant. Yeah, he hangs out in front of it. I encountered a gentleman named Pokemaniac Mark. Uh-huh. And he's got a Pokemon who is my... <gasps> you Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Wow. Early, early You Make Me Barf. And his Pokemon is called Licky Tongue. And I have a Tanny's Facty, which is our new thing that we like to like do. ruining my wholesome segment. And here's my Tanny Facty about Licky Tongue, and this is true, and this is right from Bulbapedia, and you can go and, and research it on Bulbapedia if you want, mm-hmm. but you can just take my word for it. And it'll say exactly what you're going to say. Yeah. It'll say, yeah, you can read this word for word on Bulbapedia. Um, Licky Tongue is named after the popular snow song Informer. From the album 12 Inches of Snow. Very funny album name. Okay. Do you get it? He's called Snow, and his album's called 12 Inches of Snow, and he's referring to his uh, penis. His ding dong. Yes. Bing bong. Which features the lyrics, Inform, you know, say, Daddy me snow, I go blame. I lick it boom boom down. Detective man say, me daddy a snow, me stab someone down the lane. I lick a boom boom down, and that's where Licky Tongue. I thought we were sparing everyone from singing this. That's week. where Licky Tongue got its name, and Licky Tongue was said to be modeled after a mouth-shaped sex toy. It says here. Oh wow! So that's Licky Tongue. It's my "You Make Me Barf" Pokemon of the week. It's got a big, sexy tongue. Counterpoint. Yes. Lick a tongue. I think it's Lick a tongue, but. It's neither here nor there. It's kind of my thing to mispronounce Pokemon names. I don't know if you've noticed that. That's true. And I Zubat, Tangela, Licky Tongue, Kangaskhan. Later on, I do want to get to the bottom of Tangela versus Tangela, but we'll save that for later. 
My counterpoint is, I actually think the Lickitung sprite in this one is kind of good. Okay, if you're into that kind of thing, sure. I'm not into it. Well, you just said you if thought I it was, was good. If I was, I would have made it my sweetie. You said you're into <laughs> kind of mouth-shaped sex toys, and that's sort of your thing. That's your flavor, you know? And that's I, fine. I just think Lickitung's and not I a celebrate good that. Pokemon. And I'm sex positive, Josh. I'm sex positive. And if, if that's what you are into... Well, we're not here to yuck yums. No. And I'm not here to yuck your yums. I didn't say... If you like... It was uh, yum. If you are titillated by Lickitung, that's fine, man. <laughs> uh... Well, uh, how do we end up here? Ruin Josh? my counterpoint. I don't know. You're you. You were just talking to me a, a couple episodes about how the one who's taking the wheel is supposed to be able to stop us from talking about this stuff. And look at us now. Yeah, I mean, I'm stopping you. Let's, let's move on. I don't want to hear about like I'm not here to yuck your yums, Josh. If you are into that, that's fine. But I do need us to move on. Okay. I'd like to move on. Also, I do need us to move on. I'd like to talk about what I did in Power Plant. Tell me. I took a page out of your book and I actually went in there with Super Repel on immediately. Yep. Because I didn't want to battle any of these fuckers. And I don't need a Voltorb blown up in my face, you know? It's like, I, I'm not interested. No. And I also was sort of like, well, maybe if I get lucky, a good Mon, a high level Mon will break through and then I can catch it. Yep. And you know what happened? What? That happened? That happened. What'd you, who'd you get? Magneton. Ooh. Dr. Melfi. One of my favorites, or maybe my favorite character from The Sopranos, the psychiatrist who analyzes Tony Soprano. Oh, and I should say my character, Joshua, Joshi Soprano, has been watching all of the Sopranos, and he names all of his Pokemon after Sopranos characters. And he is a Soprano, you're saying? His name is Joshi Soprano? Well, that's what he considers himself. It's kind of a nickname he gave himself. Yeah. The whole premise of Sopranos is like, he's talking to his... Oh, no, I'm thinking of the movie Analyze This. Yeah, and I I meant to look up if, I mean, that has to be, uh, that has to be a parody. (laughs) But Dr. Melfi isn't in the show as much as I would have hoped, but she is in it the whole time. I've never seen Sopranos, but it's kind of the early framing, right? It's like he is talking to his therapist and recounting these like mafioso stories. Yeah, he gets a therapist in the first, in the pilot. Yeah. And I, I just thought like Magneton is this sort of like analytic Pokemon. Yeah, he's like math rock. I don't love the design, but uh, it was level... Yeah, it's ugly. It was level 34, and I need an electric Pokemon. I haven't had one this whole fucking time. I like electrics, and electrics are interesting to me, and they're a cool and powerful typing. But I have a Voltorb now and a Magnemite, and I haven't ever taken either out of the box because I haven't had a need for them. And like this week was like absolutely zero need for them. Like I'm not going to bring a steel type pokemon into a fire gym you know i keep waiting for them to be useful and i just keep finding no use for them i'm starting to think about endgame and electric against the elite four in this gen is pretty powerful yeah because you got lorelei you got you got lance and he's got gyarados you've got the rival and he's got pidgeot pidgeot yeah yeah so electric to me seems useful in the end game but Anyway, power plant, you take on this you take on this fucking bird or what? I did not. Okay. I chose not to. Okay. I don't think I guess we can make the call here. I don't think this is Mayor Cheat. I just ignored Zapdos and spoiler alert, I ignored Articuno as well. Okay. Because I don't think it's Mayor Cheat either. I would love to get the experience, but also risky. Aside from the fact that one of your mon could get killed pretty easily. 
in the battle, because at that time, Zapdos was a higher level, level 50, than any of my Pokemon. Also, what if we go back and we ever need to trade between these gens? Maybe I want a Zapdos sometime, and I don't want to kill it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's Mayor Cheat. I, I suspect it's not. Well, we're the Arbiters. I did take on Zapdos and Articuno and killed them both. You remember how much EXP you get? Is it worth it? Didn't even register to me. Like 1,500 or something? I didn't even, didn't matter. That's not worth it. Didn't matter. Didn't register. It's not worth it. So I killed them both because I felt like it was my solemn duty as a sentient Mr. Mime, which is what my character is this season, who is afraid of legendary Pokemon. Oh, that's right. It was my solemn duty to, to kill them. I forgot about that character trait. We leave the power plant. There was no danger we in here. We fly back down to Fuchsia. Yes. And we <laughs> start surfing southward towards Route 19. Yeah. Water routes, baby. You ready for this? Here they are. Very yeah, shortened, yeah. though, I will say, fortunately. They are. Yeah. I feel like it was like a third of the length. Mercifully short. Of the original. Oh, is that true? No, I think it's got to be tile for tile. Oh, I just think we're I so don't. fucking like sick of water routes that we didn't yeah they it felt shorter it could be it felt so much shorter. i guarantee you it's a tile for tile remake you could be right i mean this is the first time it felt shorter than the original but maybe that's just because it's more dynamic now also i think it's because we did all that fucking water stuff in in ruby and sapphire every fucking water route is going to feel like a cakewalk compared to what we saw in ruby and sapphire yeah uh, lots of trainers, lots of opportunity to train. I spent a lot of time on Route 19 and 20 this week with my Versus Seeker. Yeah, I did too. Route 19 was my shit. There's that one clutch of uh, four, like four swimmers guys. and then yeah. a brother and a sister also. Yeah. So you can hit six in one blow and they almost always wanted to go too. Yeah, this is a great little training area. And you've got the bo- added bonus of picking up Pokemon who are just attacking you randomly. Although, no. they usually suck and they're too low level and it's all tentacles and they fucking poison you. I never saw a tentacle higher than level 15 out in the wild. That's not worth my time. It's not worth my PP. Yeah, it's not worth my PP to either. Um, what'd you catch? Uh, tentacle. Tentacle, me too. Yeah. Mine was Bronca, who is one of the Eastern European mistresses of Tony Soprano. Mine is called Tassadar. The High Templar from StarCraft. My favorite Protoss character, I would say. Is he a Hots character? or He is now, yes. Are you going purely off the StarCraft reference? I don't play as Tassadar in Heroes of the Storm. Okay. I like the character in StarCraft proper. I was doing an interview today. I'm hiring at my job. Humblebrick. And I was doing an interview and ended up talking about Hots and League of Legends with the candidate for about 15 minutes. So is that good or bad for them? Good. Um, great. Yeah, great. Well, it depends who they play. Maybe you should play with them and see how they do. Yeah, if you, I'll give you a job if you can beat me in <laughs> Heroes of the Storm. Like. That feels like a lot of work, <laughs> workplace ethic violations. Yeah. <laughs> um, I caught a tentacle. It's all tentacles all the way down in this fucking area. Yeah. If I get backed into a corner, I don't really foresee it happening now. But I would try out a tentacruel, ultimately. I just don't think I can stomach looking at the fucking thing all the time. I would need Pokemon to die. Several Pokemon would have to die. Yeah. I do have... Well, we'll get to it, but I have three, three tentacles in my box now. So if push comes to shove, I could run an all-tentacle team. <laughs> 
Well, let me tell you about something else that caught my eye on, on Route 19. 19. Yeah. Tell me. Swimmer Matthew, yes. not his Speedo, but his Pokemon, Poliwhirl. Oh, yes. What a sweetie, huh? I feel like you're going to be excited about this. Poliwhirl is Joshi's sweetie, and Poliwhirl has not been Joshi's sweetie officially yet. That's ridiculous, A, that Poliwhirl hasn't been Joshi's sweetie because he is a cutie little guy. Yeah. Each level of the evolution is nice and cute and fun and cartoony. Yes. The little one is cute, Poliwag. The middle one is kind of like... Which is Poliwhirl. Middle one is Poliwhirl. He's yeah. he's nice and I like him. He's he's sort of neutral. You know, he has no emotion. He's emotionless. But he looks sort of like Stalwart. Yeah. He's just sitting there with his little gloves. He's like... Bop. He's like facing whatever comes. And then Poliwrath is like tough, you know? Yeah. Tough as hell. What a good fucking line, man. These are the best Pokemon. And I'm glad you're finally recognizing it. I've always thought they were pretty top tier, but I think in this gen, the sprites really nail the tenacity and emotional depth of the Poliwag, Poliwhirl, Poliwrath line. Yeah. And here's some Joshi's trivia for you. Oh, this is like your th- your thing where you like stole my Yeah, bit. I invented this. What do you mean? I did. I already did Tanny's Joshi's trivia. Joshi's trivia is from the first episode. I just did Tanny's trivia like 10 minutes ago. Yeah, well, you happen to get an You Make Me Bar for the first time before, sweetie. I'm the one who came up with this, and it's a hit. Okay. Polyworld's sprites and artwork are inconsistent with respect to its gloves, if you haven't noticed. If you hadn't noticed, is an editor's note from me. Okay. This is Bulbapedia now. Sometimes they are depicted as mittens, while other times they have separate fingers. Do you have a preference, Tanner? Do you like the mitten look or do you like the separate fingers look? Mittens. I agree. I think mittens is funnier. Yeah. Poliwhirl is based on a glass frog. This was new to me. You could click on the link if you want to check it out, if you don't know a glass frog. I'm a big frog fan. I know what a glass frog is. You can see their fucking intestines through their skin. Yes. The spiral pattern on its belly is supposed to represent how the organs of these frogs and other tadpoles can sometimes be seen through their transparent skin. Yep. And its evolution from Poliwag is based on a tadpole's metamorphosis. We knew that. But glass frog also looks pretty fucking cool. Real life frog. Real life frog. Yep. Sweetie. Sweetie, I agree. Frog was my favorite animal when I was a kid. So that makes sense. historically big fan. You seem like a frog kid. What does that mean? What the hell does that mean? <laughs> As Frank Costanza would say. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? That means whatever the hell you want it to mean. You seem like you were a frog kid. Joshua, thank you for inducting my favorite Pokemon into. That's for you. Well, it's a toss up. It's a toss-up, and I'll admit that now. Poliwhirl historically has been my favorite, but my favorite animal's goat. Goat. Real life. A goat is your favorite animal. Yes. And I have a lot of love for Skiddo and Go-Goat. Right. In the games. That makes sense. But real-life goat, Yeah. that's a little confusing. What do you mean? They're what, what do you admire? Cute. They're fun. They're personable. They're nice. They like to be pet. They like to interact with humans. Like they spit a lot and they like headbutt people randomly. You're thinking of llamas and sheep. Goats don't headbutt randomly? I think they do a little bit, but mean ones. (laughs) Okay. So I do like goat Pokemon, given that goat animal is my favorite animal. And and does it feel weird as a 36-year-old man talking about my favorite animal? Sure. 
Do a lot of people my age have favorite animals? I don't know. Do you have a favorite animal? Of course. What is it? Dragon? No, lynx. Mm-hmm. Like your email sig. My uh, weekend cat. Bug catchers. Josh has an impossibly large email signature. Well, it used to. He's embedded like a 10,000 pixel. <laughs> I don't do it on email anymore. It's just Twitter. <laughs> Image of. It used to be my email signature too. Of a snow lynx or what's it called? A snow cat? It's a Canadian lynx. Technically. Yeah. But now he just does it on Twitter on Fridays. Yeah. It's the weekend cat. And he greets you with an acronym that celebrates the fact that it's the weekend Usually has some sort of hidden or overt political like commentary. Boris Johnson, and it's like boring old Republican is sick. Yeah, or um, after Trump got COVID, it was TGIF acronym, and it's Trump's got it, fam. You're a master of words, Joshua. Thank you. And that's a good favorite animal. Thank you. Onward from Route 19. Seafoam Islands. Seafoam Islands is a series of caves where you have to do boulder problems. Yeah. I deployed a tactic in here, and I deployed it successfully. Okay. And here's my tactic. Eat a super repel and wait until I'm at the lower level, the level at the very bottom where all the boulders collect. And that's when I let my super repel wear off, and I just exposed myself to the elements and all the Pokemon who wanted to come attack me, and I was attacked by... A little sweetie cutie named Seal. <sighs> I wanted a Seal so badly. This is the time that the strategy worked. I've never run one. The strategy worked very well for me this week. Did you check this out beforehand to see what level the Seals were more prominent? No. Or you just got lucky? I just sort of suspected that. Okay. Well, I, I suspected that later in the dungeon, something other than fucking Zubats would attack me. Because I remember that there's a lot of Zubats in Seafoam Island. <sighs> yeah. And what I did you catch? Maggie, by the way. Maggie is my seal. Oh, my childhood dog. It's kind of dog-like. I think so. Seal. It's got a little bit of dog energy to it. Definitely. Maggie was a Chow Chow German Shepherd mix. She was great. Still with us or passed? No. She passed away. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. Seven years ago. Sorry. She's much better than Loki, to be honest. Who you've also had on your team. Loki is my mom's new dog. Yeah. Loki is a disaster. He's a shit. <laughs> He's completely out of control. I was like, you name the dog Loki. Think about what you're inviting. It's like naming a kid Jeeves and they become a butler. It's like naming a dog Loki is like, well, it's obviously going to be this mischievous like fucker. You're asking for it. And that's what he is. You're victim blaming Josh. Tell me about who you <laughs> caught in Seafoam Island. Well, I'm pleased to announce that I finally caught my first... Zubat. <laughs> I didn't have a Zubat yet. How did you never catch a Zubat before now? Because I got lucky with Paris in Mount Moon and Geodude in Rock Tunnel. And you gave it, I assume you gave it a, a powerful name in the in the uh, Sopranos franchise, like maybe Tony Soprano's father, uh, Monsignore <laughs> Soprano, right? Or something like that. I gave it the name Eugene. I don't even fucking know what his last name is. It's some like mindless lackey that Christopher employs when he has like a hedge fund scheme going on because it yeah. doesn't matter and he does whatever he is told. And if he dies, no one cares. You don't have big plans for this Zubat? No. Okay. I'm not going to be doing it. I obviously enjoyed Crobat in, uh, in Gen 2. 
but I don't want to run it. Not this time. No, don't blame you. I'm I'm tired of my goal again. Bat. I could get backed into a corner, and who knows what happens. Goldback got boxed episodes ago now. But he could get resurrected once you get the national decks. I mean, could and you know that its happiness is like maxed. Yep. So you're close. Yep. I'm not gonna put in the time on this goddamn thing. So you do the boulder problems. You shove a bunch of boulders in a bunch of holes. Yeah, and then they redirect the water flow, and it yep. allows you to. Escape and or catch Articuno as well as uh, find a bunch of other TMs and items and that kind of thing. I crushed Articuno under my mighty foot. I let him be. So then we moved on to Route 20, which is like the second half of the water route between Fuchsia and Cinnabar. Yeah. And Joshua, I would love to hear who you caught on Route 20. Oh, and after this break. Okay. I usually catch you now, but not that time. That was a good one. (laughs) After this break. Route 20, Joshua. The second half of the sea route after the Seafoam Islands. Looks a lot like Route 19. A rich landscape full of interesting Pokemon and interesting (laughs) trainers. Who'd you catch? Tentacool. Savetlana. I caught tentacle okay velvet you named a tentacle velvet underground yes because velvet underground is not a band i care for very much so i thought it's one of the best bands of all time let's put that name on a throwaway pokemon extremely influential on modern music like my second (laughs) tentacle Um, and then that was it that was the route yeah there's just some trainers there joshua before i did too much on cinnabar island i did Journey northward because our catching dock said that Route 21, yeah. the route between Cinnabar and Palatown, yeah. was in bounds. I don't really know why we I know why. divided it up like this, but I, I did that as well. I know why. Okay, why? Because the second you leave the gym at Cinnabar Island, Bill accosts you and says, come with me, boy. We're going to the Sevi Islands together. Oh, after you beat Blaine. Yep. Yes. So I feel like they include Route 21 here because the Sevi Islands sort of like takes over after this point. Yeah, we will be opening next episode en route to the Sevi Islands. Yep. So I think that's why they included Route 21 as a catchable route here. But I did, before I bothered with Cinnabar, I did surf up Route 21 back to Palatown and do some catching along the way. Me too. This route has two catchable spots. There's the water route and the grass route. Right. So the first part is all water, and then there's one patch of grass that is directly south of Pallet Town, and it's the only patch of grass. Who'd you catch on the, on the water parts? Can I tell you about a little tricksy thing that I did? Tell me. I used a Max Repel... I ran the route and battled all the trainers so that no random fucking tentacle would bother me, or maybe a tentacruel would, and that's fine. And then once I thought I was near the end of the Max Repel, I jumped up on one of those sandbars with the fishermen, which I have a comment about as well. And then I just ran around on it uh, to make sure Max Repel was done. And or I also think Max Repel doesn't affect fishing. I cast a line. Wow, instead of surfing. And I caught a fucking Gyarados. Wow. I was hoping to get uh, something that I don't have, but a Gyarados, uh, backup Gyarados, basically, uh, Johnny Sack, who is one of the leaders in the New York City Mafia, 
So should Silvio ever pass, you know, bless his heart, hopefully that doesn't happen, we've got Johnny Sack waiting in the wings to replace him. That's cool. It's like a level 24 Gyarados. Johnny Sack the Gyarados. Johnny Sack's an asshole. So it's also a good fit. I caught a Tentacool. Uh, classic. And I named it Tentacool. Okay. Because You've of- had enough? Uh, yeah. Are you out of names? Do I need to give you more? No, no, no. I have more names, but at this point, it's like, I'm not going to name a fucking third Tentacool. No one Tentacool <laughs> is ever going to make my team. Yeah. I'm not going to waste a name on a third Tentacool. I didn't know I could do that. So the Tentacools no longer get names. They're just called Tentacool. What about all my bell sprouts that I named? That was your mistake. <laughs> I'm not naming another fucking Tentacool. I won't do it. They're never going to have a place on my team. That's fair. I'm not going to dispute that. You don't need three. So Much less one. This one's called Tentacool. And I hate it. <laughs> and I, bo- I caught it. I caught it. But I boxed it. Yeah, that's that's why I did my scheme. I didn't want to catch another fucking tentacool. Okay. When I was on the island where I caught the Gyarados, I fought the fishermen. And my comment on the fishermen, because we've covered them before, obviously, and how they have this like very weathered, like beaten down look, frowning face, droopy mouth. And the reason for that is that in Gen 1, they had cigarettes in their mouths in the Japanese version. Yeah. In this, they've updated the sprite, and now the fishermen are, like, sitting on a cooler, and they sort of have, like, a come-hither or, like, a, you know, the painting girl with the pearl earring yeah. kind of a look, where they're, like, glancing a little, like, saucily over, their, of over shoulder. their shoulder. Yeah. I'm like, well, all right. Naughty. Yeah. What, do you want to come? You want me to come fishing with you? Yeah, let's let's do a little catch and release out here on this <laughs> island. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know if I know what I mean. No, I know what you mean releasing uh <laughs> something or other yeah. uh but yeah, yeah, I, yeah i thought that yeah. was funny i mean i mean they're all chumps the guy with the six magic harps here it's just like yeah what are you doing again absolutely nothing to worry about on this route what are you doing and then you kind of make your way up water. towards palatown there's that little patch of grass and yeah. joshua i was wandering around on this little patch of grass and who should attack me but the cutest little wormy bodied cutie with little sneakers on in the world Tangela. Tangela. And I caught one, and it's called Link. Okay. He's from the forest. All right. I was excited to incorporate Tangela into my team in a meaningful way, but we were going up against Blaine. We were going into the Pokemon Mansion, which is all fire-type Pokemon and poison-type Pokemon, so I was like, eh. Now's not the time, Tangela, but I will preserve a spot, and I think Tangela will probably take Execute spot. So you're going to do it. I was wondering if you were going to run. I kind of gotta, right? I think this thing is such a cutie. I feel like you have to. And this is your opportunity because you're forced into having one. Yep. It's just a grass type Pokemon, right? Yeah, it's just straight up grass. I like it. You would definitely need to replace the executor at that point. Yeah, and I will. I'm not interested in the executor anymore. Although executor does have sleep powder and psychic, which is nice. I think that Tangela also gets sleep powder, but I'm not positive. I also caught a Tangela, and I'm saying Tangela because I was trying to figure this out. We've obviously. You're just trying to disagree with me. We've gotten comments about pronouncing Pokemon names, but let me just say. It's all made up bullshit. Who cares how you pronounce it? There's no definitive source for how to say any of these names. It's all made up bullshit. And when I was looking at Tangela, 
The first result is Tangela. Yeah, Tangela. But the second result is a pronunciation that's Tangela. Yeah. And it's the same for basically every other Pokemon that we ever looked up. And I think there are convincing arguments for both sides. I think Tangela because it's like a tangle of vines. So that makes sense to me. I think Tangela because... It's gel. What do you, and what does gel have to do with it? Like for your hair or something. And gel is right in the name. What? What do you mean gel for you? Wait. Tan, T-A-N. No, I get it. G-E-L, gel. Uh, Tangela, I see that. What does gel have to do with Tangela, though? Right, I mean nothing. That's why I say Tangela. That's what I'm saying. I think my argument is more convincing. No, my argument is that Angela is a name, and you're just throwing T on the front of it. It's Tangela. Uh, does anything about that Pokemon invoke like an Angela energy? No, but it's a, it's a, it's a no, it's a uh, known by the way, word. Why did you name Tangela Tangela Angela Merkel? Because Doduo's and and. It's in German, it's Angela, by the way. So again, that's another point for Tangela. Because I already have a Doduo name. Think about that. Tangela, Angela, should have been Really missed opportunity. We should do a series. We should commission someone to do a series that's like World Leaders as Pokemon and, and Tangela Merkel would be that one. Yeah. Well, I had to hit a Twitter thread in the first Humble brag. Democratic debate, if you can even remember that when we were so innocent. Yeah. Where I just did Democratic presidential candidates as Pokemon. I did Republicans in 2016, but uh, I don't talk about that anymore. Yeah. I'll talk about that year. You fucking helped them win. No, they look bad. You offered you offered some it's like, always... <laughs> fun levity to the fucking party and you helped them win. Congratulations, Josh. Donald Trump is that weasel one. Oh, yeah. I mean, Boris Johnson kind of looks like that weasel one too, actually. Gumshoe. <laughs> it is not called gumshoe. It's gumshoes. What do you mean gumshoes? The Pokemon is definitely not called gumshoes. It's called gumshoes. What? That fucking like ferret with the, the little bowl cut is called gumshoes? Yeah. You're pulling my leg. Wow, it's called gumshoes. <laughs> it's called gumshoes. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, whatever. That's a weird name for a Pokemon. That's weird. Route 21. We both caught Tangela's. Tangela's. I name mine Vito Spatafore. He's this character who is doesn't know his sexuality, so Tangela, tangled up in a web of lies. Does anyone really know their sexuality? Not after going to furaffinity.com. No. It, it, it gets you all mixed up, and you don't know what's what, and <laughs> I don't even know what sexuality is into, like, feeding impreg stuff, but whatever it is, sign me up. Uh, <laughs> not way, here to yuck yums <laughs> make our way back down <laughs> route 21 towards cinnabar island which is the the main attraction of this leg of the journey joshua but before yep. we dive into any of the landmarks of cinnabar did you catch any mon here there's the opportunity to do some fishing yeah and catch some mon in cinnabar yeah i cast a line what'd you get star you I was pretty excited about that. Oh, Artie Buko. That's cool. And he's a great character. And I don't know. Staryu could come out, to be honest. Staryu is interesting. And that's a that's a good catch. I think Star Me is pretty good. Yeah. I got a Shelter. You've had a good time with Cloyster before. Which I also think is kind of interesting. And maybe I could have some fun with Cloyster, except... You'd have to drop Gyarados. Well, I'd have to drop Gyarados or I'd have to drop Seal slash Dugong. Oh, who you kept on your team, Maggie. Who I kept Apparently. on my team, okay. which we will get to later for a new segment I have. Okay, 
You can't just be casually introducing new segments. Yes, I can. It's my fucking podcast. I can do whatever I want. Well, we don't have any music for it. Well, make some. <laughs> Matt? Matt, if you're listening. Get on it. God, we're going to need some more music. Other landmarks on Cinnabar Island, Josh, include the Pokemon Mansion and the laboratory where you bring your fossils to life. I didn't do that. I didn't either. And I shan't be doing that. No. And I didn't even go in there because I don't know if there's anything on offer that's interesting to me in there other than bringing the fossil to life. There isn't. I went in. One of the scientists will offer to teach one of your Pokemon metronome, and I am not interested. Not interested. No, I have no need for that. No. At all. So I'm not going to go in there at all. No, thank you. So then it just becomes about diving into Pokemon Mansion. I have very clear memories of playing through Gen 1 when this podcast first started and spending countless hours in Pokemon Mansion because I think I lost a save game and had to get caught up with you and spent 20 hours just slaughtering Ponytas. Racking up Ponyta corpses. Yes. Yeah. But my journey this week was was much more abbreviated. I mean, it was still like Seafoam Island and Pokemon Mansion are like dungeons. You know, you got to you got to go in. You got to put the work in. Well, Seafoam, you have to do it in order to get to the other side to get to Route 20. And then Pokemon Mansion, you have to do it to find the secret key that unlocks Cinnabar Island Gym. Yeah. But otherwise, it's really up to you how much time you spend in there. Pokemon Mansion's got a ton of great TMs, though. It's got Solar Beam. It's got Blizzard. Blizzard. Yeah. It's got the cool lore for Mew and Mewtwo in the diaries. It's a useful place to poke around. And it's got uh, this, like, freaky, like, kind of chaotic music that I think is really good, too. Oh, yeah. It's very like electronic craft work. That's <laughs> very craft work, yes. Yeah. Uh, well, you're talking a lot about Germans this season. Well, it's a German it's a German season, and the Germans are interesting <laughs> people, and, and what a history, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So, I also did not spend that much time in here. Oh, no, I spent a ton of time in here. Oh, you, you still spent a lot of time. It's sort of a topsy-turvy, mixy-uppy dungeon, where you have to do a lot of, like, oh, touching yeah. statues and, and finding your way through the maze of everything. I guess what I mean is, I was running a, a max repel most of the time. Yes, I did do some max repels, too. I caught a Pokemon, and then I max repelled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did not have any interest in acquiring um, poisons or burns. God, yeah, it's all fucking coughings and grimers. Yeah. Vulpixes or Growlithes for you. But it's still a little um, topsy-turvy, and, and you do need to kind of make your way through the maze of all of it. But um, I did that, and I, I got the key, and I got... What Pokemon did you get? Caught a Weezing. Ooh, that's pretty good. I mean... Diggable Planets. Diggable Planets, also the group that got me into jazz rap. Probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your favorite, it's your favorite jazz rap ensemble. Yeah. That's cool. I didn't know jazz rap was a genre, but I'll check out Diggable Planets. You know, Blues Scholars, you should check them out too. You mean Blues Traveler. <laughs> oh, why you gotta give me a running around? It's a surefire way to keep things up. 
Well, it sounds... That's what you mean. Sounds basically the same. Yeah. Blues Traveler, great band. Check them out. And Blue Scholars, uh, I would probably recommend Blues that. Blues Traveler, first, but... Joshua. You got to get this right. Yeah, okay. Uh, you catch anyone interesting in uh, Pokemon Mansion? I did, actually. I caught a Vulpix. Vulpix, wow. Okay. Carmela we'll... Soprano. Tony Soprano's wife. Tell me what you're working with in terms of Fire-type Pokemon before the Vulpix. Anyone interesting? No, this is the first one I've encountered. So is this your new Fire-type Pokemon on your team? Not currently. I am debating, as I was saying earlier, I feel pretty good about five out of six of my Pokemon. Yeah. I'm in a toss-up for that sixth slot. And is it a Dugtrio, or is it a Magneton, or is it a Ninetales? I'm not sure. I'm not sure either. I know what it is currently. We haven't talked about our teams much. Should we do that now? I think that's where we're at. Okay. Yeah, we'll get into the level check. Level check. So you're talking about your lineup. You're talking about your team. Who who you who you working with this week? I am working with Bobby Bacaleri still here. Executor. Still loving this thing. Obviously, last week, the moveset just slayed it. And it continues to uh, level 49. Cute. Tone Soprano, Venusaur, 50. Cute in kind of a sad way. What aspect? Level 49. Oh, see, you're, you're back on, you're back on overleveling me. Yeah. It's, it's cute in sort of a sad and pathetic way that you have a level 49 Pokemon. So, <laughs> oh. I had one week where I finally outleveled you. So, that's so precious. <sighs> How do you how do you keep doing it when I don't have a kid running around? How are you having a Pokemon a higher level than me? I'll tell you what you do, man. We both have jobs. You have more podcasts than me and a child. And I'll tell you what you do. You get <laughs> really stoned on a Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. You throw on Joker on HBO Max. Oh my god, Joker? And then you don't pay any attention to it because it's a bad movie, and I don't know why people like it so Why much. the fuck would you put that on? And you play like Pokemon. Like casually? You play Pokemon. Are you in, do you need help? Dude, Fire Red. You're fine? No, I'm good. Okay. It's a bad movie. Have you seen it? Yes, it's very bad. Why do people like it? It was so popular. I was like, I'm finally going to sit down and watch this damn movie. I feel like it was like one critic said that it was like, the second coming of humankind or whatever. And then everyone else is like, yes. I thought it was so dull. But secretly, everyone is like, this movie fucking sucks. And like, it's like an obvious commentary on society. It was so shallow and so dull. And like, who's interested in these characters? And who's interested now in particular? Yeah, probably a lot of our fans. Sorry to alienate you. Uh, if you like Joker, fine. <laughs> I don't care. Again, we're not here to yuck yums. Yeah, but... We don't like it. I just did not have... I did not find it a, an enjoyable film experience. No. We're only interested in talking about Mr. Mime as the Joker. Mr. Mime as the Joker. Interesting. Interesting thought experiment you've just put in front of me. You've said that. Oh, right. You put that out there before. <laughs> yes, that's true. With copycat. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I have time to play Pokemon. Okay. Watch bad movies. Well, fortunately, uh, spoiler alert, we are not battling this week because I flipped a Tails on my yes. pound sterling coin. So we're not going to be doing another battle this week. Thank God. Bobby Baca, Executor, level 49. Tony Soprano, Venusaur, level 50. Who else he got? Silvio Gyarados, level 49. Cute. Christopher Primate, level 49. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Wait until you're the next one. Polly, Thero, level 48. Oh, <laughs> One level. So cute. Only gained one level from the last episode. Little and then baby. What a little baby Pokemon you have running around <sighs> still. And the 48? <laughs> so cute. The highest level that Blaine has is 47. And I thought your thing was... You would just get your Pokemon to the highest level of the gym leader. It was until you beat me last week. Oh, and so now you've got this like rage. And now it's just level as hard as I fucking can. Like, this always is Blood, what always sweat what and tears. I got lives to live. I got Ghost of Tashima to play. I don't play anything. I don't play anything. And that's not true. I play Crusader Kings 3. Oh, I am looking forward to playing that, but I cannot step into that game yet. That's going to ruin my life. Uh, and then finally... Magneton. Welcome to the team. Magneton is the, at least for now, replacement of Blanca, the Doug Trio, Dr. Melfi, Magneton, level 50. It's so interesting that your choice for that final spot is between Magneton and Doug Trio, like essentially opposites. Well, now and also uh, Vulpix, ultimately Ninetales. Interesting. Firo could get swapped, to be honest. Yeah, Firo has no place on this team. The other four are set. I don't have any good reason to swap any of the other four. Yeah, but cool team. Firo's doing well. Handsome team, I'll say, or interesting looking team. I think it's a cool looking actually. Yeah, I like it. I like this team. I like where I am currently. You know, heaven forbid any of them die. Yeah. Who do you have? Doctor Richard Kimball, Gyarados, level fifty-two. <laughs> okay, <laughs> coming out swinging. Yeah. Mewtwo, Alakazam, level fifty-four. What? Uh, what? How and why? How'd you even do it? Like, it gets so boring with these trainers. Their Pokemon are level, like, 36. I intentionally leveled Alakazam up to level 54 with Versus Seeker, specifically on Route 19, so that I could take on the birds. Oh, that's your legendary bird killer. In fact, I tried to get all my Pokemon to level 50 for the bird fights. God. But, yeah, that was why Alakazam was leveled as high as he is. guess maybe I should have been doing that. Maggie, my... Dugong level 50, and I, I will introduce my new segment about Maggie, my Dugong level 50 later. Okay. And then Mike Heald, my Machamp level 51. MF Dune, Kangaskhan level 50. Wow. A sleeper hit on the team. Very I'm interesting. You still have that. Loving this Kangaskhan. Kangaskhan. So hardy. So many hit points. <laughs> Very cute. What, what, what's the moveset these days? Like what are you what are you doing with that thing? It's got some cool moves. It's got gosh, I don't have my Game Boy on me. It just learned a new one, which is fun. Reversal probably. No, Dizzy Punch. Oh, uh, Dizzy Punch. It, so it learned it learned both Dizzy Punch and Reversal, which are both silly little moves. Dizzy Punch, I think, is its signature originally. Kind of a cool move. It does 70 damage and has 20% chance of confusing the target. Which is pretty good. That's a great move. <laughs> yeah. It's normal, unfortunately. It's normal, but like Kangaskhan also has just a shitload of HP. And I'll say this, I don't know if this is a segment, Tanner's Cuties, but... No, it's not. The trainer sprite for Kangaskhan... Unsanctioned. This is unsanctioned. This is an unsanctioned segment. The trainer sprite for Kangaskhan in Fire Red has its baby... From my perspective, when I'm battling other Pokemon, yeah. Kangaskhan has its baby up on its shoulder, like it's burping it almost, and it's kind of peeking out over its shoulder, and it's oh my god, so fucking cute. 
and I love it. Oh, that's sweet as hell. If I had seen that, I mean, Kangaskhan, to be fair, is already a sweetie. I've given it a sweetie segment at least once, if not twice, in the trading card game miniseries, but wow. I'm loving this Kangaskhan, man. It's just so much fun. It is burping the little baby. There's nothing I don't love about this Kangaskhan so far. <sighs> Except the fact that it's normal. Normal type stuff is like pretty uninteresting. I mean, it gets a lot of fighting moves. Um, it's got a pretty versatile move set. I'm liking it still, and I'm having fun with it. And then Loki, my Arcanine level 50. There he is. Cinnabar Island Gym. Gym leader Blaine. Straightforward structure to the gym this week. You just battle his minions, and they unlock doors for you. And it's like, thank God there's no fucking puzzle. Well, you can interact with the little the machines in the top left of any of their rooms and answer trivia questions in order to get into the next room. Oh, I didn't even bother. Didn't even try. But like, why wouldn't you just want to fight the fucking trainer? Yeah. Get that sweet, sweet EXP, baby. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't bother. Just fought them all. Blaine has four Pokemon. Yeah, I ran Gyarados and Primeape through this whole thing because I taught Primeape Rock Slide. Oh, yeah. Kangaskhan has Rock Slide, too. Yeah, that, that's a good move. That was smart. Yeah. And then Gyarados with Surf and, uh, I mean, come on. It's got a fucking Gyarados with Rain Dance and Surf. I, I went in there with Gyarados and Primeape and then Fero and Magneton. Um, I had to have four and Magneton wouldn't be great in here, but I was like, it's never going to come to that. Why would you Why would you bring Magneton into a fire gym? Well, I didn't want to bring Executor or Venusaur because if anyone would die, I'd prefer it's Magneton. Hell of a trainer, man. Welcome to the team, Magneton. If anyone dies, I hope it's you. <laughs> but it never came to that. I mean, I, I didn't honestly need anyone other than Gyarados. Regular fucking Gary Oak over here. In a Nuzlocke, you got to be ruthless sometimes. <laughs> Okay, if you say so. Well, who'd you bring in? Gyarados. Machamp. Okay. No real reason. Just he's a he's a boss hog. Yeah. Kangaskhan. Rock slide. Tons of hit points. Can't do any wrong. Yeah. Joshua, I want to introduce a new segment. <laughs> okay. For my fourth. I've been waiting all episode for this. For my fourth gym team hero, Jim Rattata, I want to introduce a new segment. It's called Matchup Mayhem. And it's times in my Pokemon career where I've just completely botched the type matchups. Okay. I was in Seafoam Islands. Mm-hmm. Caught a little cutie called Seal. Heard of it. Little water type, ice type Pokemon. and thought, eh, dang, this is perfect timing. I would love to have a strong Pokemon on my team to take on Blaine, the fire type Pokemon leader. Definitely. Leveled this thing to hell. Got it up to level 50. It's cool. It's it's strong it's a dugong now i wanted to run a dugong i'm jealous mighty dugong which has cool moves like sheer cold like aurora beam like ice beam just like it's cool it's cool and it's strong and it's got lots of good ice moves ice is a cool type ice is such a cool type and naturally strong against fire type which is what i assume uh going into this gym so my fourth pokemon going into the gym my gym team hero was dugong and I confidently led with Dugong, my Ice-type Pokemon, going into my battle with Blaine, thinking, oh, you fool. I am going to freeze oh your little fire Pokemon <laughs> to <fool>. death <laughs> yeah. with my Ice-type Dugong. Did you ever say that phrase out loud or think about it? Freeze Literally tonight, a fire Joshua, 
Joshua, type to death. my wife was feeding our son, mm-hmm. and I was hanging out in the kitchen with them, playing Pokemon and, and fighting Blaine. And I brought Dugong out, and whatever Blaine's first Pokemon was, Ponita, took like three quarters of Dugong's health in the first hit. And I said, I literally went, oh! And Jamie's like, what's wrong? And I said, why would ice be weak against fire? And she's like, Tanner, think about what you just said. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She said, "What you think ice is strong against fire? And I was like, think about this. If I blast a campfire with a stream of ice crystals, that campfire is going to go out. You're treating ice as though it's a fire extinguisher, which is not the same. I just, I was so confident that ice was a strong <laughs> matchup against fire you know, that I raised this uh, dugong from level like 34 to like 50. <laughs> you know, you can look this stuff up on the internet. I don't bother and even in the pokedex in this version you can check it out i don't bother to do that joshua because i'm a i have confidence i have unearned confidence so this segment should really be called uh it's called matchup mayhem it should really be called matchup mishap it's called matchup mayhem because you've had a lot of matchup mishaps this season and for the whole series really I was so confident, and I spent so much time leveling up this dugong just to just to immediately send it to the back of the lineup after it three quarters of its health got taken off by a pony. Sounds very similar to what you did with Beedrill not <laughs> two episodes ago. So Gyarados held the day for me this week with his rain dance and his surf. A dugong is still a good get. Like you can get some get some mileage out of that mon. Kind of a silly little Pokemon. I'm glad to have him on the team, but he was Got ineffective. Two little fangs sticking out. Yeah, and the funny little horn. Yep. But that's it, Joshua. I took on Blaine. I defeated him. I I suffered zero losses. You suffered zero losses. We got some new teammates on the team this week. Yeah. Right before we started recording, I left Blaine's gym to go back to the Pokemon Center and was intercepted by Bill, who said, join me, why don't you? Let's head to Island One of the Sevi Islands. My buddy's got a boat. Yeah. And we're all going to go hang out on these Sevi Islands. How about you come? And I respectfully declined because I'm not ready to go there yet. I don't think my relationship with Bill is on that level yet. It was bold. Where we're going on weekend trips on boats together. Same here. But hopefully by next week, we will be there. So we will open next week for both of us, actually, seeing the Sevi Islands for the first time. I've never been there either. I'm looking forward to it, Joshua. It's going to be a wet and wild journey. And then we will take on Giovanni the 8th and final gym leader in Viridian City as well. Thank you for joining me, Joshua. Thank you for joining us, Bug Catchers. My name, as always, has been Licky Tan, a.k.a. Tanner Greenring. And I am joined, as always, by my host, co-host, Fuel Picks, a.k.a. Joshua Fielstad. Please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts and follow it wherever you follow podcasts. That could be Spotify. That could be Stitcher. That could be Overcast. Wherever podcasts happen, follow us there. We're on there. We're even on Amazon now that they got podcasts. You hear about this? We're on there. I didn't know that. Fuck it. We're on there too. Bezos. I don't know why the hell you're listening on Amazon. but What's up, Bezos? How you doing, man? You enjoying the show? (laughs) And give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at expsharepod and check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. We are rocketing towards the end of this game. Yes. If you would like to prepare now. Oh, yeah. For the next leg of the journey, now's the time to get on eBay and start shopping for both 
Pokemon Coliseum for the Nintendo GameCube and Pokemon Gale of Darkness for the Nintendo GameCube because we are going to be doing both games back to back in a extended interstitial called Experience Share Season 3 GC. Yeah. For the GameCube games. Get, get it? Get it? Yeah. So go pick those up now. They are not cheap. Just warn you now. They seem pretty rare. Weirdly rare, but extremely good games. I remember both of them very fondly as a kid, and I'm very excited to play them and to dust off my GameCube that I have held on to for many years. And uh, You brought it to your bachelor party weekend, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because Super Smash Brothers Melee you is the, the on best one. Everyone playing Super Smash Brothers Melee with you, and all all we did was play Fortnite instead, and it drove you insane. <laughs> it did. I I hate Fortnite. I tried it. Listen, I tried it. No one was interested in playing Super Smash Brothers with you, but just because I was crushing everyone. Yeah. No, I beat you. You remember how I beat you? Yeah. The fuck. I I'm... was playing as Kirby, and I just floated above the stage the entire time until we Classic like timed out. Fucking bullshit. It's fucking bullshit doesn't count. Joshua, thank you for joining me. Bug catchers, <laughs> thank you for joining us. We will see you next week when we take on the Sevy Highlands and Viridian City Gym. Yes. Until then, um, I love you and <laughs> I kiss you. At all, smell you. <laughs> <laughs>